the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday, April 11th, 2022. And this is episode number says right there 458 400 we don't say 100 around here it's 100 h-u-n-n-e-r-d 458 of the program welcome to the show thank you for being here uh let's just get it out of the way the pimple still here it won't go away i'm 47 i have a pimple in the middle of my forehead we just roll on we deal with it thank god i'm married right or i'd never be getting chicks now because of it but whatever it's my third eye uh i deal with it it's my it's my nose nipple is what it is okay hey welcome to the show thanks for showing up man thanks for being here hope you guys had a great weekend busy sports weekend you had the wrap-up of the nba regular season you had the masters opening weekend of major league baseball a lot of lot of fun stuff going on so we have We have plenty to discuss and plenty to cover. (laughs) What's up, Nick? Nick's like, bitch, I got a horn. Had, did you wait? Hold on, Nick. Did you get your horn removed? We need to discuss. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Chicks like to pop pimples. All right, the chat's already unruly, and I'm here for it. I'm in a great mood, man. I, uh... Good weekend, lots of fun. Heck yeah! Hey, Donna! Thank you for the sub, sweetie! Resubbed, second month in a row. Thank you, Donna. Thank you to everybody that, uh, well, Wallace, thank you for the two bits during the intro. I appreciate that. Shout out to Seymour uh, COD for the follow four hours ago. And Rudy Rod followed yesterday. Going to get to that as well. So thank you, guys. Uh, We have tons to get to. I will say this, though. I will say this. I am a skosh underprepared for today. Uh, normally I like to have, I mean, I've got topics, we've got topics galore to discuss. And of course, you know, the chat, you guys can always act as producer and throw out topics as well. In fact, if you put an exclamation mark and put, uh, commands after the exclamation mark, you'll see it scroll down there at the bottom. You'll see that you can even include chat topics. Just put hashtag Does topic. Does still work? Just put hashtag topic and uh, you'll be able to bring up a topic for the show. Yes, it still works. So after some consideration and (sighs) I decided that for now the shark stays. But if you abuse it, if you abuse it, I will uh, I will take it down. So just so we're clear. okay. now uh, we do have a ton to discuss. I mentioned some of the sports stuff. I've got a heckler story for you from my show in Pasadena on Saturday, although this one is a, well, it's a little bit different. This heckler story this time is a little bit different. What's up, Uzi? Hey, we're getting the rain coming in. 
Shout out to my guys, Jerry Bo. Shout out to my guy, Aaron Rabel. Thank you for the raid over from Odd Takes. Thanks for coming over, one and all. What's up, Odd Squad? What's up, Deckheads? Deckhead, uh, what is it, Odd Heads? We'll call them Odd Heads. There's some of you that cross over between the sh two shows. We could call you the the Deck Squad or the Odd Heads. Your choice. Mimi, thank you for the 200 bits, sweetie. You're the best assist, man. Thank you for the raid, guys. If you haven't already, please go uh, follow and, um, and, and watch uh, Odd Takes. It's a great show. Jerry and Aaron do a great job. So please go over there and follow their program. Following is free on Twitch. It's And it means the world to us as creators. So just go give their channel a follow if you haven't already. Patch, can you uh, give me a shout out in the chat, please? I would appreciate that. Or Donna, if she's here. Um, so let's do this. Aggie Milkman said, good haircut today. Thanks. Uh, and I actually cut it last on, on Friday. So it's a, it's, a, it's a holdover. I actually messed up. If you watched uh, the Houston Sports Show on CW39, Saturday at 10 p.m. every week, you'll see that it was super short because I was trying to fade it. And then I messed up. So I just had to cut the whole damn thing off and go bald. So it was like weird. I, uh, I look like an extra in American Me. Uh, super crazy. I look like a, oh, that's just one of the prisoners. Um, so yeah, we got an odd decks. No, that's no, it's either going to be uh, odd heads or deck squad, but with odd decks is not an option. That wasn't good. Walls didn't like that. Yeah. Message of the century sanitize, wash hands, social distance back the fuck up everybody. All right. We got a lot to get to. We got a fun time. Let me go. Let's get the chat out of the way. If you're new to the program, uh, the chat is the shout outs to the chat. So we just call it the chat. I see Christy is here. Wallace Wilts. Jan, what's up girl? Uh, Robert likes beer. What's up? The king of the deckheads flip. That's only for another month, Robert. End of May. You're not getting you, you, your gun. It's done. It's over with. What's up, Flip? What's up, John Dory? Uh, what's up? Uh, Cherry, what's up, sweetie? How are you? Cherry's killing it on Twitter, y'all. If you're not following Cherry on Twitter, what are you doing? Cherry, uh, drop your uh, drop your Twitter, Twitter handle in the chat, and, and folks, y'all need to go follow Cherry. What's up, Joel? What's up, Wallace? What's up, Clarence? What's up, my sweet, sweet Donna? Potch, what's up, fam? Uh, who else is here? CC, y'all. I just got to tell you, I love when you all win. I love when you all succeed. But when I see CC posting pictures on her Instagram at the golf course, nothing makes me happier because I see the joy on her face. And I just love that. So I just, I just thought I'd share that with you. I let her know, but I wanted to share that too. What's up, Nick? Uh, Nick, you should start a show called Around the Horn. Okay. D-Mata, what's up, fam? Uh, who else here? What's up, Nightbot? Richard Vales? Keith Sager? What's up, my long talk buddy? My long talk brethren? Philip Bernard! What's up, dude? Steven the Weather Guy, please don't abuse me. Fam, I didn't get to the video. I am sorry. I've let you down again. Please don't abandon me. What's up, Always One Team, Ivan? How are you, man? Good to see you. Who else is here? Uh, Alex Villanueva coming in on the raid. Mimi? What's up, girl? Uh, who else is here? Aggie Milkman, I mentioned. Rudy Rod, one deep. Who else? Amos, what's up, fam? Don't feel bad about your pimple. I have a friend at 41 that has worse acne now than he had when he was in high school. Boy, that would be tragic for me always being on a screen. Uh, pepperoni Pickle, what's up, dude? Still love your name the most. Cherry, did you drop your... Oh, it wouldn't let you! Potch, can you do that for me, fam? Or Donna? Where did it go, Cherry? Damn it. It took it out, Cherry. Uh, oh, there you go. Well, at least we got a shout out for you. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's see. Horn removed. So then, oh, you got it removed, you lucky son of a gun. You good for you. Although it made you unique. Do you have a scar? 
What's up, Nick? Good to see you, man. Thanks for being here. TDP, what up, fam? Uh, he said, I can't wait for the heckler story. Oh, we're going to get to the heckler story for sure. It's not going to be right off the rip. Uh, but I do want to say um, thank you to everybody that came out to the show in Pasadena on Saturday. And it was not a lot. Uh, there was like 15 people in the room and half of them were deckheads. So it was pretty amazing. Uh, so I got to say uh, thank you to Fidel. Thank you to Truck Driver Pookie and his uh, beautiful and amazing wife. And thank you to Eric Resendez and his beautiful and amazing wife. And I don't think I'm forgetting anybody, but there was literally up. Uh, <laughs> did you just shout out my pimple, Uzi, you asshole? Don't be shouting out my pimple in the chat. I should make my pimple its own Twitch channel, though. That'd be pretty dumb. Okay. All right. That's, <laughs> that's enough. What's up, Steven Luther? I got a blister from a burn on my hand that's very pimple cousin, but way bigger. Okay. Clarence wants to know if anybody's seen Fidel. Clarence, how do you know about this? Oh, you probably heard it, Kobos. Okay. You can cancel my weather report. I shot I shot out your pimple. Okay. All right. Fuck you guys and my pimple. I even put some concealer on it, but obviously I need to get my money back on that. Um, all right. So I got to say thank you to Eric Resendez. And I feel terrible. Y'all, uh, Eric Resendez is an amazing human being. He's a wonderful, wonderful man. You can see him right here in this picture, which by the way, Eric, Fam, that looks nothing like you in person. Y'all, Eric brought his lovely wife to the show on Saturday in Pasadena out at Winner's Bar. And uh, it was a small crowd, but we had a good time, I think, I guess. I mean, ask them. I feel like they had fun. I, I thought it was a good show. But uh, after the show, I was talking to truck driver Pookie and his wife, and Eric comes up. And I was like, hey, did you guys have a good time? He's like, yeah, we did, dude. Uh, by the way, it's Eric Resendez. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even recognize you, fam. I'm so sorry. I feel like an asshole when it happens too, by the way, but, uh, it was, uh, it was fun and it was great to finally, you know, meet his wife and everything else. So thank you guys for coming and, uh, we'll get to the heckler story. Cause basically it involves one of the deckheads and I won't name any names cause that wouldn't be fair to Fidel Lamont. So, uh, oh good. Uh, Eric, I'm glad you had a good time. So thank you guys for showing up. Thank you for being here. Now let's get to some sports talk. I'm working on some new slides. So we'll do that. What's up, Jeff Bell? Good to see you, fam. Uh, oh, and don't forget, it's Monday at 3.15. Jenny, his mom's going to join me. My mother joins me on the show on Mondays for about 10, 15 minutes, and we just talk shit, and uh, I try to embarrass her in front of the whole internet. So, oh, good. Uh, truck driver Pookie, I'm glad you had a good time at the show as well. All right, let's get to some of these sports headlines. Let's go. As I mentioned, uh, not a lot of slides today. In fact, this is legitimately the only slide that I have. Um, so, but you can see I'm working on a new background, trying to make it a little more interesting, going with the new theme and stuff. So here it is. Here are your sports headlines for the day. Lakers fired Frank Vogel after a disappointing 33 and 49 season. It's interesting to me that they would make this move. Frank Vogel led them to a national... <laughs> to a NBA championship. I did that all day today on the radio. Uh, I'll talk about that in a second too, but uh, I don't know why I keep calling it a national championship in the NBA. I mean, it, technically it is like Indy Kalu told me, but it's not the right word for it, but it led them to a world title. Also really not the right word, an NBA title in 2020. And now all of a sudden Frank Vogel don't know shit about coaching apparently. So Frank Vogel out 
LeBron, they asked LeBron, uh, what about changes to the personnel? You know what LeBron's answer was? That's not my call. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, LeBron fired Frank Vogel. You mean, I tell you what, it's interesting. You wonder it, 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 it Indy Kalu today, by the way, I just, let's just get this out of the way now because, uh, I'm going to probably reference it a couple of times today. So let's just, let's just go ahead. First of all, I just want to say, what's up, Don? I just want to say thank you to my pal, my buddy, Indy Kalu for having me on his radio show today in the trenches here in Houston on Sports Talk 790. If you don't live in Houston and can't listen from 10 to noon, you can always get the iHeartRadio app and listen to his show. I highly recommend it. It's a fun show. It's a good show. And uh, it was great working with him. We hadn't really done radio before. He came on Barry on Deck before and was a great interview. We spent an hour drinking and talking, and it was a lot of fun. Um, but... I got to do radio, so it was cool to be back on air for at least a day here in the city of Houston doing sports talk radio. Felt good. I had a good time. He's amazing to work with, man. He makes things so easy. Uh, so I just wanted to acknowledge and say thank you to Indy Kalu for inviting me back. A lot of folks won't do that, by the way. A lot of folks won't won't have you back or, or, or won't have you on their program or they maybe only give you 10 minutes. So for letting me co-host for the day, man, it was really cool to be back in the saddle, if not for a day. In fact, I got to say this, and this is kind of a behind-the-scenes thing, um, and, and, and it's it speaks to how cool and, and what a gracious person Indy Kalu is, but he knows I'm a radio guy and I don't have a job. And I am, you know, we'll, we'll call it between gigs, whatever. But, you know, look, the PD might be listening. People are listening. May, uh, so he was like, hey, man, uh, after one of the breaks, do you want to bring us back from a break so that you get that rep as a one chair and it's recorded and they can hear it? And I was like, nah, you know, it's cool, dude. Like, it's uh, it's it's your show. And I, I don't even know all like the call numbers and all that stuff. So. Uh, but that just, that speaks volumes to the kind of guy that Indy Kalu is. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to offer that up. I'm a guest on his show, but he was like, no, you're here. Get the rep. Let him see you lead the program coming back from a break and see if you're capable of that. Pretty dope. And that, that, that meant a lot to me for him to even offer that up. And I know a lot of y'all don't give a shit or even understand what that means, but that was pretty cool to let a guy, uh, that's never been on your show come in and, and offer to, hey, bring us back from break. Like you're leading a show. That's pretty dope, guys. That speaks volumes for the kind of guy that Indy Kalu is. So thank you to him for having me. Uh, thanks to Chris for being out. Uh, happy to fill in for him. And uh, I had a good time. And if you listened, I hope you did too. Thanks for all the, the, the new Twitter followers that we made. And hopefully a few of you carried over to this, sh this show and this program. So I uh, appreciate it. Clarence, be nice. Be nice. Clarence said, I like Sarge, but you were better. Well, it's not about better. It's just about being yourself, man. I'm just going to go be me, whatever it is, good or bad or indifferent. So anyways, back to the program, because you're going to hear me reference like, oh, I, I screw like when I said earlier, I screwed up about national championship. But, uh, you know, and ND had a good point today on the on the air. He's like, you know, if if LeBron wanted Frank Vogel around, they wouldn't have let him go. And I totally agree with that. And as much as LeBron likes to downplay his role and how he doesn't make personnel bullshit. Bullshit. He has input on everything, except maybe Russ when they bring in Russ. <laughs> Anyways, I will say um, it's it's such an amazing thing in the coaching uh, the uh, the coaching career. You know what I mean? It's a it's crazy that you can win a a, a an NBA title 
two years ago, not even two years ago, uh, in 2020. And so this will be the second year. You're, you're literally one title removed. But you don't make the playoffs. You, you barely make a play-in game. And now all of a sudden you don't know what you're doing. And maybe he just lost the locker room. So it doesn't speak vo- uh, about maybe his abilities as a coach. I looked up his winning percentage. I mean, he's got a decent winning percentage. It's like 56% or something like that, which isn't bad. Got to be a little more than that, but he's got a, he's got a skin on the wall. He's got a, he's got an NBA title. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, he's out also out uh, Alvin Gentry, no longer the interim head coach of the Sacramento Kings. So he's gone. They're going to start their coaching search as well. Rob Manfred as an olive branch to the players got every Baseball player in MLB, a gift. A pair of Bose headphones as a lockout peace offering. Listen. <laughs> I think it's, it. I don't want to shit on the gesture because I'm thinking he's like, but let's be real. First of all, my first thought was, oh, he worked a deal with Bose. There's no way that Rob Manfred personally paid for a pair of Bose headphones for every, do you know how many baseball players there are active right now? Shit. But it's kind of ironic because as much as they weren't listening to the players, they got them headphones. So I think that's pretty ironic in and of itself. But uh, what a weird, awkward peace offering headphones. What? I mean, you might as well just give them like a like a hundred dollar Amazon gift card or some shit. I don't know. I don't know how much how much are Bose headphones. Let's go look. Let's go look. Bose. He- oh, that's not how you spell Bose, Barry. Bose headphones. Let's see. It'll shit pop up. Uh, okay, okay. Three hundred and eighty bucks. What? You think he got the most expensive ones? The most expensive ones are three hundred and eighty dollars. They got eight thousand reviews. Uh, what is that on? I don't know where that's at. That's a lot of money for some headphones. I thought Beats were expensive. Shit. That's a lot. How much are Beats headphones, by the way? Like, these are Beats. I don't know what my wife paid for these, though. These are like studio. Oh, yeah, like 150 Yeah, why? Yeah. So, I don't know. 380 bucks for headphones. CC said, a gift is a gift. I like gifts. Yeah, we all like gifts, but Bose sucks. Nah, they are right. Eh. I mean, yeah, a gift is a gift, but I don't know. It just seems like a weird gesture. That's all. That's all. Just kind of a weird thing to send all the players. All right, I'll be, I'll move on. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, congratulations to him. Backs up that number one ranking that he has enjoyed in the PGA Tour. Wins the Masters for his first major championship. And uh, Tiger faded down the stretch, had some uh, problems with the back and the legs and struggled a little bit on Saturday and Sunday. But, hell, he made the cut, and now it's a big victory in and of itself. So he makes the cut, uh, plays good on Thursday and Friday, and then uh, struggles a little bit. I think he shot a 78. Did he shoot a 78 on both days? I would have to go back and look. Uh, Did he shoot a 78? I know he shot a 78. Hold on. Let me pull up the damn. Let me pull up the damn leaderboard. Let's see. Standings. Masters. No, that's masters.com. <sighs> Scores. Here we go. Damn, where is uh where's Tiger at? Yeah, 
two 78s in a row. That's what I thought. So a 78 on Saturday, a 78 on Sunday. Wasn't really a factor after that. Made $43,500 for his effort. <laughs> okay, he doesn't need the money. Dude, the cheapest, the guy that, the, the, the last dude that made the cut. Look at this. Hold on, I'm going to share this with you guys. Let's do this. This is this is uh, this is kind of crazy when it comes to golf. Check this out. So this is the entire leaderboard on ESPN. There you see uh, Scheffler go 69, 69, I like. 69, 67, 71, 71. So obviously pin placement was an issue on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, scores much higher uh, for across the board, it looks like. I mean, there's a few that lowered their scores. Uh, champ did, but yeah, it looks like for the most part, everybody struggled a little bit more on Saturday, Sunday than they did Thursday and Friday after the cut. But look at that. The last guy to make the cut, Tyrell Hatton made $36,000. Do you know how many of us out here, it would take a whole year to make that? A lot of us. Tyler Hatton made that in four days on the PGA Tour. Now, granted, that's not a lot of money to a professional golfer with all their expenses, but shit, that's still a lot of money. Uh, and then, oh, he got a he got a grand total of eight FedEx points. So there you go. Tiger made uh, $43,500. Finished 47th out of 52 people. There you go. Um, awesome four days of eating, drinking, breathing golf. Good for you, Cece. Like I said, good for you. Oh, VB, what's up, fam? VB said, yeah, 78 both days. Okay. Uh, at least he didn't get them from DH. Oh, okay. All right. Listen. Um, while that may have been warranted and my uh, DH gate headphones have already died, one of them just stopped working like two days in. And then the other one now just pops in my ear. The whole, so, you, so look, the $13 was worth it. I got a, I got a good two and a half hours of joy. Out of those DH gate headphones. Kiss my ass. Uh-oh, Sean, are you getting in trouble with CC? I can't believe people watch golf on TV. I'd rather watch a baseball marathon. Okay, yeah. CC's going to whip your ass. Just just, just FYI, Sean, I'm not here to protect you, buddy. All right, you, you are definitely on your own. Let's get back to these sports headlines. <laughs> Rest of the headlines look like this. This was kind of interesting, chat. We need to have a discussion about this. Debo Samuel wants to be the highest paid non-quarterback in the league the highest paid non-quarterback in the league zoom out what say you chat would you do it would you make him the highest paid non-quarterback in the league i mean i know he's a hybrid he can play running back he can play receiver you know hell he could probably return kicks and punts and play special teams and do all the things I just, I mean, there's better players in the league than Debo Samuel. But if you're the Niners, do you just let him walk and let someone else just give him the money and then you move forward without him? I think he's a valuable, a valuable guy. I think he's a valuable player. He's versatile. He gives your offense some creativity and flexibility, and that's all good. But at what cost, right? I'll say this. Uh, shout out to my guy, Walt. Oh, shit. I got to check and see if we got video of his races this weekend. Felt bad. Couldn't make it. Had too much shit going on on Saturday, including taxes. Ugh. Um, yeah, there you go, Walt. I'd trade him to Detroit. Okay. Get a pick. 
Walt brings this up all the time in uh, in chat, but he's like, you know, if you go out and you give these big money contracts like quarterbacks get, that ruins your opportunities going forward because it, it straps you, uh, ca- it cash straps you, it, it, it cap straps you, I should say. And so if you're going to make him the, what, l- l- let's, uh, let's go see, let's see, spottrack.com, NFL cap. Let's look at contracts. Active contracts. Here we go. Let me uh, let me move this. I'm going to show you guys. I don't want to talk to you. I want you to see it. It's a visual show, by the way. Shout out to everybody listening on Podbean. What's up, D-Mac? Brother, I'm so glad you're here, man. Thank you for being a part of this program every single day. What's up, Eric Resendez and Chris Reyes, all listening on Podbean. We do have a uh, an audio version of the show that you can check out. Just download the Podbean app and find Barry on deck. It's that simple. Now, um... Here we go. All right, so here is the NFL contracts. And you can see Mahomes, Allen, Watson, Prescott, Stafford all make up the top uh, top salaries. The first non-quarterback salary, Khalil Mack is eighth. So you got Matt Ryan, which is a farce now. What's up, Mina? The cap is just the myth at this point. Yeah, a little bit, Scooty Boy. That's not a bad take, actually. I mean, it's not. it's not a dumb take. Uh, it's actually, hold on. What the hell is going on over here? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of true, but you still got to, you can still got to maneuver around it. So basically Debo Samuel wants to be paid more than Khalil Mack. He wants to be the eighth highest paid player in the NFL right now. And that would put him at, so he would have to get more than $141 million. Um, Mack ended up with a $34 million signing bonus, 23 million average. Boy, uh, 60 million guaranteed and his practical guarantee was 90 million. I'm not doing that. I'm just not doing that. Now, Devonte Adams got, you know, 140 million. Uh, let's see who else, what other, what other receivers? Where's, uh, where's there's Bosa, there's golf, there's Wentz, there's miles Garrett, Derek Carvon. There's Tyreek Hill, 120 million. So. I might make him the highest paid receiver slash running back, which I mean, still is going to put him right behind Khalil Mack, but I don't know. I mean, this is where he wants to be. So I guess the question is really this. It's not even, it's not even about, um, would you do it? I guess the question really is, do you think Debo Samuel is worth the same amount of money as Khalil Mack, Devonte Adams, Russell Wilson, and hell, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. We'll just say he gets 145 million ish. I just don't see it. I just don't, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, good for you. Go get your money if you can. I just I wouldn't do it. Walt said I'd trade him. See, that's probably what I would do, Walt, at this point. Just trade him and get picks, replace him. Sean said with his style of play, he'll be hurt in a shell of himself within two years. Also a great point. Also a great point. Uh, Jerry ain't got no money left after paying his baby girl. <laughs> you wrong for that. You wrong for that. The big money deals never end up well for the team. I mean, except the, uh, for a couple. Now, I mean, we'll still have to see, uh, you know, you already see the, the fallout of losing Tyreek Hill. The chiefs had to let him go because of the Patrick Mahomes deal. So Josh, I don't know how the Rams are doing it, but they're, they're still, they're still doing it. So pretty crazy. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts, though. All right, your last sports headline for the day that I didn't get to. Former Houston Oilers running back Gary Brown 
has died at the age of 52. I remember when they drafted him. Uh, it was one of those names you didn't really know a lot about, but then you watched him run, you were like, okay, this is pretty good. So uh, rest in peace to Gary Brown, who was a longtime running backs coach in Dallas, I believe. I'd have to Google it. But I think he was the running back coach or for a while in Dallas. So uh, rest in peace. Wallace had training to Jacksonville, Houston, or Detroit. Now that's just me. Why would you do that to Debo Samuel? He needs to shine. He needs to be a star. Okay, CC validated. Yes, Dallas. Thank you, CC. He needs to be a star. You ain't going to do that in Dallas, Jacksonville, or Detroit, Jacksonville, or Houston. Wallace, why are you, uh, why are you doing that man dirty like that? Send him to a contender. He needs to be somewhere where the, the head coach and the OC are creative. That's where he needs to be. Not uh, That's why Houston would be the wrong one. You're going to send him here with Tim Kelly and Lovey Smith? No. no. Oh, it's Pep Hamilton now, right? Not Tim Kelly. My bad. Pep Hamilton? I don't know. Man, I don't know how creative he is, really. Uh, all right. Speaking of passings of NFL players, let's talk about Dwayne Haskins. Uh, passed away over the weekend, was hit, struck, and killed by a dump truck, which is which is tragic and sad. And, and a lot of people getting bogged down in the minutia and the and the the well, why was he walking? What I mean, it doesn't matter at this point. This man lost his life. It doesn't matter why he was there. It doesn't matter the circumstances surrounding it. The man lost his life, and that's sad and that's tragic enough. <sighs> But even sadder now is that you have this human being uh, with a family and friends who are in mourning now, who has lost his life and, and, and played football. And from all accounts that I can see, obviously I didn't know the dude, but everybody seemed to like the guy. Said he was a good dude, nice guy. So it really sucks that when you talk about this story now, we have to talk about other shit. We have to talk about shit that shouldn't matter and doesn't matter. But it does because of what happened. If you don't know, Adam Schefter had tweeted out. Uh, I got to find the link. Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm going to. I want to make sure I get this right. Um, But Adam Schefter had tweeted out about the story. And when he did, uh, he said, Dwayne Haskins has been killed. He, he, um, he was a standout at Ohio State and struggled to make to stay with a team or, or, or catch on with a team. I, I don't remember the exact way I can find it. I'll just, I guess I could Google. This is making it weird. Let's see. Adam Schefter tweet. Here we go. Dwayne Haskins, a standout at Ohio state before struggling to catch on with the Washington with Washington and Pittsburgh and the NFL died this morning when he got hit by a car in South Florida per his agent, Cedric Saunders Haskins would have turned 25 years old on May 3rd. So sad. So tragic. And that wasn't, I mean, obviously that's the story, but the problem has become because of Schefter's insensitivity and his, the words he used in discussing the passing of Dwayne Haskins, uh, internet lost their shit as they're prone to do as they're prone to do. So Adam Schefter by saying, including in this tweet about Dwayne Haskins passing, saying that he struggled to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh, a lot of folks called him a clown and um, 
just felt like it was in poor taste. And it is, it was, it has nothing to do with his passing. I don't know why you would need to include that in there. Um, this, I feel like this may be being overblown a little bit, but at the same time, you got to be better than that. You got to choose wiser, choose better words than that. Uh, be smarter than that. Donna, thank you for the 32 bitties, sweetie. So it's sad that he passed, but it's even worse now that instead of talking about him and, and his career and highlights and the good things that he's done, we're, we're talking about Adam Schefter being a moron and, and saying shit like, oh, he struggled to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh and, you know, players that come out, Lamar Jackson has roasted him uh, and, and called him uh, trash. And a lot of people have. And, you know, Schefter eventually deleted the tweet and redid it. Damage is done. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. You can't unring the bell. It's there. It's out there. Just apologize. Say you screwed up. Say you used the wrong words. Own it and move on. Now, what's weird is, if you listen to, to the show today when I was on uh, Sports Talk 790s in the trenches with Indy Kalu, somebody called and was like, ah, this doesn't happen if he's white. What? <sighs> no, that has nothing to do with it. This has nothing to do with it. It's just a poor choice of words by Adam Schefter. Otherwise, that's a non-story. And then I saw other people that were saying Adam Schefter should be, should, uh, what, what, hold on. I gotta, I, I don't want to screw this up. Cause I was like, this makes no sense. Um, there we go. Some dude named Matt Malt, or I'm sorry, Malt Liquor Pappy on Twitter said, ESPN needs to give Adam Schefter the Rachel Nichols treatment. I'm sorry, what? Because he, you, poor choice of words. You want the man fired and ridden out of town on a rail. And now you're comparing what he did to what Rachel Nichols did. Y'all got to stop overreacting on the interwebs, man. That's stupid. That's absolutely moronic to even suggest that they're similar. They're not. Was it in poor taste? Yeah. Was it a poor choice of words? Yeah. Should his boss pull him in the office and go, bro, what were you thinking? I don't know. D d go out and apologize. Okay. That's it. I mean, look, and I'm sure players are, are not going to want to deal with him now. And, and, and yeah, that'll happen. You got to win back people's credit. You got to win back your credibility and people's trust. But this is it's getting overboard. It's, get, it's getting a little crazy. Um, I don't know. That that seems like a little much. And he was speechless at the end of the call. What? He was speechless at the end of the call. The beans are going crazy. What the? What happened? Oh oh oh! Is this all bots? What's up, Sava? Uh, what's happening right now? Should we got? Oh. oh. Yeah, what happened here, Chris? I don't understand. The bean's going crazy. The bean's not going crazy. You got like seven people. By the way, shout out to the seven people over there listening on Podbean. Much appreciated. Very much appreciated. What's up, Alexandro, Sava, Nick, Eric Resendez, Chris Reyes, DMAC. Thank you guys for listening, man. Uh, this is a live show on Twitch, too. So if you want to tune in live. Nope, no bean bots. Just... Uh, just good folks hanging out, listening and talking sports. So I don't pay a lot of the attention to that chat over there, guys, because I am live on Twitch. But uh, if I miss something, then Chris will let me know and uh, I'll make sure I get to it. So, yeah, thanks for uh, checking out the show on Podbean. Anyways, I think we're just overreacting to the Adam Schefter tweet. I hate that that's the story now. 
And I hate that he did that. There's no reason to have this dude fired. There's no reason. I mean, yeah, be reprimanded. Yeah, publicly apologize in your own words. But damn, having him get fired like it was what Rachel Nichols did is not even close. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of did mic drop that dude. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened to me. Uh, be honest with you, in all my years at ESPN Radio, I don't think I ever had a caller be like, call up bitching and say one thing. And then we argued for a minute and he goes, you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. What? Kind of unicorn are you out here? Who's it? Who in 2022? Who's really admitting that they're wrong? I'm not. Shit. I'm not admitting that I'm wrong. You're crazy. Even if I am wrong and I'm wrong a lot. I ain't telling you. You got your damn mind. I've been with my wife too long. I know better than to show weakness. I was wrong. You're damn right you was. Nope, I'm not doing that. I don't think so. I've been a married man too long. <clears throat> I mean, I know when to just like give up. You win. But I ain't admitting I'm wrong. Shit. So when he did that, I was like, yo, this is a major victory. <laughs> this is a major step forward in my career. Wallace said, haven't been wrong in eight years. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you all. I mean, in my mind, I have it. I mean, I know you don't mean that literally, but uh, <sighs> been a Buckeye fan my entire life. My kids were devastated. Oh, that sucks, Sean. Yeah, man, that, that really sucks. I'm sorry. When I heard it Saturday, I was like, damn, I didn't even really notice it until other people started pointing it out. I guess I don't pay attention that much. I just read it because I was really more about, oh, that sucks. Dwayne Haskins died. I, that sucks. And then others were like, yo, you see this bullshit that he tweeted? I was like, oh, yeah, that's a poor choice of words. Not good. They would, what is this? Oh. I was reading other shit, sorry. We were, I try to keep up with the chat and the topics, and we do get a little behind. Hey, what's up, Cisco? Thanks for joining the program. My friend, he said hi from Fredericksburg. Planting vines today. We'll listen on the way home. Good for you, man. Glad that you're loving your job, dude. That's so good. I love seeing y'all succeed. You go, fam. Uh, Bengals Chiefs. I don't know what that means. No idea what that means. Oh, I was wrong about Bengals Chiefs? Is that what it is? Huh? Yeah. Nobody's picking 100%, okay? That doesn't count. I'm talking about wrong about opinions on topics. Not picking games. You can't, you can't hold me to a certain standard on picking games, okay? I won't allow it. I have a wife already. I don't need you all up in my ass, Matt Poche. Uh, so, uh, very sad news out of the NFL, uh, Schefter's tweet. And then there was this dude, I don't remember his name, Dan Gilbert or some shit. What was the dude's name that went on? Was it Dan Gilbert? Old ass. No, it wasn't Dan Gilbert. That's an American businessman. Who was Dan Gilbert? Why did that name come in my head? Dan Gilbert. Let's see what Wikipedia says about Dan Gilbert is an American businessman, investor, and philanthropist. He's the founder of Quicken Loans. Oh, okay. Rocket Mortgage. Okay. He's a swindler for sure. Um, But I forget the dude's name. I mean, it might as well be Don Imus for all I give a shit. I don't know. But he was doing some NFL.com radio. And they asked him about Dwayne Haskins. And, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it was awful. This was way worse than what Schefter did. But this guy is literally on a radio interview. And he's like, well, Dwayne Haskins was living to die. Or the way he lived, I'm not surprised he died. Or something awful like that. 
on the day he passed. What are you doing? And then he starts talking about how, yeah, you know, I mean, maybe if he made better decisions, he'd be alive. What are you, you fucking idiot? Why are you saying these words out loud, you old ass moron? It was awful. I got to, I'll try to find the quote or you could look it up. Gil Brandt. I mean, I knew there was some shit in there. Yeah. Let me find the quote for you guys. Gil Brandt. Now, this is a guy that if you want to get somebody, I mean, can you cancel old people? At this point, old people don't give a shit. They're like, my hips hurt. I don't care. If cancel my hips, I don't give a shit. Uh, let me see. This is, uh, let's see if we, the quote is in here. Oh, this is the New York Post. They might, you have an ad blocker on. Shut up, bitch. I don't care. Here it goes. This was the quote from Gil Brandt on the day Dwayne Haskins passed away. He got hit by a dump truck and died. And Gil Brandt thought this would be okay to say on air when talking about Haskins. It's always something. It was one of those, I'm not offsides, but they keep calling me for offsides. It's a tragic thing. Anytime someone dies, it's tragic, especially when you're 24 years old and you got your whole life ahead of you. Maybe if he had stayed in school an extra year, he wouldn't do silly things. What? He, he had another one too. Let me find the rest of it because, oh my God. I feel like at this point, Gil Brandt's just senile and doesn't know what he's saying. I don't think he understands words anymore. I feel like his words are like, I don't know. I just say things. I just have a bunch of words I string together. And if, you know, if they're, if they're bad, I'm sorry. I'm old. Uh, here's Gil Brandt on NFL radio when asked, here's some quotes. He was a guy that was living to be dead. It was always something, and maybe if he stayed in school a year, he wouldn't do silly things like jogging on a highway. That's the guy you guys need to be dragging right now. That's the guy you need to be calling for his job. That's some really insensitive shit. That's the guy who, at the very least, needs to be suspended. Like, what? My name's Brandon. Oh, all right, Don. I don't know why I'm throwing that out there. Don't worry, Barry. Mother Nature will cancel him soon. I mean, it's like old people don't give a shit. The Lord's about to cancel. How old is he? How old is he? Let's see. Um, he's got to be, I'm guessing with, with that, ins, that that amount of insensitivity, Gil Brandt has to be, I'm going to say, close to 80. 78 or higher. What do y'all think? How old is he? Do we have any guesses in the chat? No peeking, bitches. No cheating. No Googling. How old is he? Holy shit. That dude is 90 years old. I mean, at this point, Don said 87. Dude is 90, Don. 92. Man. I was thinking like 78, 80, maybe 82. I don't want to, I don't want to live to be 90. Right? Because one, obviously you say insensitive shit. You say things you don't mean. You probably pee a little when you're just hanging out. Like you just, you can't help it. 
So you just might you might be having a nice coffee and toast at a diner because that's what old people do. They go to a diner or Luby's and you're just sitting there drinking your coffee, eating your toast and jam, and you just pee a little right there in your pants. You just got nothing to do. You can't help it. You can't stop it. It's kind of like the words you say. Yeah. You're just like, ah, I can't help it. Dwayne Haskins is paying a peed a little. You just, you know, I don't know. He's going to die soon, Demona says. My cutoff is 53. I tell you what, Nora and I had this conversation. This is true. This is a God's honest truth conversation me and my wife had. She was like, I don't want to live. I think she said 75. She's like, I don't want to live past 75. I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I just, I don't want to be older than 75. I was like, babe, 75 is not old anymore. Like this dude's 90 and he's still doing radio interviews. People still give a shit what this old ass man thinks. I get it. If you get to 90, you're probably pretty fucking miserable. You're just, you're just running out the clock now. You're just going Dean Smith, Carolina, four corners offense where you just, shit. I just want to get through the day now without shitting my pants. I get it. 75 though, babe. It's still young. Andy Huggins is 75. He killed it this weekend on, on the, on our comedy show or 73. I'm, I'm going to age him a little bit. I mean, I don't want to be so old that I, you know, I can't get around and do shit, but apparently, you know, Don's still walking around. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Uh, what y'all's cut off? What, how, how old? Like, if you're like, all right, anything past 85, just take me. I'm, I'm probably, that's probably my range, Don. And I know it's Brandon, but your screen says Don. I'm going with Don. I'm probably that guy. 85-ish. Actually, I just don't want to be kept alive on like, oh, we got to put you on an iron lung in a, in a feeding tube. And then we got to put a, like a hose in your butt so you can poop. And <laughs> Well, VB, you're already 130, so. Still got seven more years to go, buddy. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be that old. I don't want to be where I can't control myself. That's what I'm like. All right, let's just kill this. Can we just? Can I just do some assisted suicide thing? Is that okay? I'm not very religious, so I'm not worried about going to hell because I killed myself. Just do it. Damn, Cece said both my grannies made it to 95. So shall I. Do you want to be 95, Cece? Do you want to be a 95-year-old woman? Because men and women have different problems when you get that age, right? Dudes sit on their balls. Chicks sit on their titties. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Do you want to be that gal? Just sitting there, eating your oatmeal. Titties are in the way. Just no thanks. Yeah, see, that's that's probably right, Sean. Sean said until I'm not self-sufficient, whatever age that is. That's same. That's same. I'm like Tyrion Lannister. No, you well, black don't crack, Clarence, but still. You'll start to break down internally. You may not look bad when you're when you're a black man at 85 and you still look like you're 50 and you're handsome. Internally, though, you'll be breaking down. <laughs> CC said as long as my butt looks like Madonna's. I mean, my butt looks like Madonna's face right now, so it's not good. Um, Flip said, Haskins tried to cross a freeway. What's the deal on that? Flip, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it doesn't matter. You're, 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 getting, you're, you're, you're asking questions about the, the wrong shit. Like, it doesn't matter. 
that he tried to cross a freeway or maybe he shouldn't at that time or it was dangerous or this, that, and the other. Who gives a fuck? The man lost his life. The rest of that shit doesn't matter. It just doesn't. T-F-U-M, I sat on my titty yesterday. <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> Crystal, I'm sorry you sat on your titty, sweetie. Um, may I suggest a better brawl? Hey, Sabbath, thanks for stopping by, man. See you later, man. You didn't make me uncomfortable with this. Did it make you uncomfortable? Did it cure you? Apologies, I must. What? I feel like we're, he's a bot. Uh, oh, I'm just, okay. That's weird. All right, you guys be cool over there on Podbean, okay? All right, be cool over there. Don't be, uh, don't be weirdos. <laughs> just, not that they are, I'm just saying you. Don said, that's why I love you, Barry. Always keep it 100. Thanks, dude. I mean, look, y'all should have seen my goddamn, I don't know what happened. I mean, I try to be honest. Uh, some people like it. Some people don't. And Flip knows I'll tell him if I think he's wrong or not. Shit, I'll tell anybody in this chat if I think they're wrong or not. And they'll tell me, and that's what I love about it. We just have conversations. Um, Somebody got a hold of my YouTube channel, these two or three trolls, and, oh, they have been talking shit. Which I'm like, okay, I'm not that dude that's just going to ignore it. I'm going to reply, and I'm definitely talking shit back to you. I got, listen, I don't take time out of my day like show prep and TV show stuff and writing jokes for my comedy thing or whatever. But while I'm pooping, best believe I'm talking shit back, okay? So poop time is troll time. So anytime you might go to my YouTube channel or TikTok or on even on Twitter, even if you see me going back and forth with a troll, I'm pooping probably. I'm I'm probably du- taking a duke. That's 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 the time I'll give to internet trolls. Otherwise, fuck them. Yeah, a couple dudes got a hold of my uh, um, YouTube channel, and started talking shit, and then, um, excuse me, <clears throat> I shouldn't have got water burger before the show. It's, it's delicious though. Patty melts coming back on me though. <clears throat> Um, but on TikTok, cause I've been uploading the jokes from the Houston sports show that I do when I do the Barry on sports and I make jokes with my buddies, uh, Chris Rogers and son Tran write jokes for me and we do them and I upload them individually. Guys, the people on TikTok that can't take a joke is amazing. It's a, it's just crazy to me. Some of the shit they say, we should go look at it. Let's go. I'll, I'll go. Let's go read some of these, especially on the Donald Trump one. Oh my God. Everybody lost their shit on the Jameis Winston one. Oh, so many mad people. So many mad people on my uh, Jameis Winston. I think even more so than Donald Trump, to be honest with you. Uh, so here's the, let's see. Let me, let me see if I can do it. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to pull this up. But I want to see, I want y'all to see the hate that you, that you can get. On a, on a consistent basis if you're on the talk. So here's the Donald Trump one. There you go. So you got Carter St. Clair. I love this one. Carter, so I did the joke about Donald Trump. And the joke was basically Donald Trump said he hit a hole-in-one. Uh, GOP le- leaders uh, said that they weren't there to see it, but they believed him uh, despite having any evidence. And then at the end, I'm like, wait, what are we talking about? What's the story here? I get it, the, the election. and It's a joke. It's a sports joke. It's just, it's, uh, and of course, uh, all the Trump fans, the diehards. So Carter St. Clair comes out and he's like, were you trying to be funny? But he spells it W E apostrophe R E. 
So it's we are. So he puts he puts we are trying where we are you trying to be funny? I was like, were you trying to spell we were? Uh so that got off the rails. But then he comes back and hits me with it. At least my president can walk up steps and speak right. But he spells president P-R-A-S-E-D-E-N-T. And it was at this moment, ladies and gentlemen, and y'all know me. I'm not a spelling shamer. I'm not normally a spelling shamer. I don't just seek out misspelled words on the internet and then talk shit to people about it. But if you troll me, if you try to talk shit to me over a joke, a joke, I am absolutely, absolutely going to talk shit to you about your spelling. So instead of responding, I just like made a video. I was like, all right. And I think that's what I'm going to start doing from now on. I think when people come to uh, my TikToks and troll me, I'm just going to start making videos for them. Here you go. Trump can actually talk though. Uh, And this guy called me fat in another one. That's why I put, oh, it's you again. Hello, fatty. We'll get to that one in just a second. Uh, Caleb Bolin, the country we live in. uh, Who really... Who really cares? He's golfing. Just leave him alone. There was, ha, 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 this is bad. Start making fun of the current president. I said, would that make you feel better? Imagine talking about his golfing skills, yet he did more his first year than what this fuck up has done, period. Why are you talking shit? You report news on TikTok. Get a life. I was like, this is from a TV show, you moron. (laughs) People are so stupid. What's up, Don? How are you, buddy? Thanks for joining the program. I'm showing people all the hate you can get on TikTok when you post jokes from your TV show. Don said, I'm going to make a TikTok just to troll Barry's trollers. Oh, oh, now that's good. That's good business right there. Yeah, that's good times. Definitely do that. I should do that. So that was kind of some of the stuff that I was getting on just that one joke, right? Uh, and I'll show you. I'm going to try to find this one. This this dude where I was like, oh, it's you again, fatty. Because I think it was the, was it this Jameis Winston joke? Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Here you go. So I made the joke. The joke was Jameis Winston says he can do everything on the football field. He's like, I can do everything on the football field. And the joke was, oh, here. I mean, I could do this. This is my goddamn show. We can listen to it. No, let's see. Um, let me pause it. Rewind it. Let's see if y'all can hear this. Here you go. Saints quarterback Jameis Winston recently said in an interview that he could, quote, do anything on the field, end quote. And it's true, folks. He can make all the throws, deep balls, out routes, slants, interceptions, pick sixes, incompletes, over their head, all of them. All the throws, folks. Saints. Can you believe people would overreact about a joke like that? Like, are you, are you shitting me? You got this upset that you would come to... Come to uh, the comment section. He's a way better quarterback than most in the league. Not really. Don't be hating, bro. Uh, The man literally had the best statistical best and worst in the same season. There was, uh, okay, your video is true of all QBs. That's also not true. He died today. I think that was trying to be funny. And then, uh, yes, he's definitely skinnier than that guy. Definitely skinny. That's what he said. Oh, what the hell was that? Oh, Jenny's echoing here. Let me turn her down. Um, yeah, it's it's he says he's definitely skinnier than that guy. And I was like, wait, this guy called me fat. And if you're gonna call me fat, I'm gonna check it out, right? So then I go and I'm like, let's uh let's examine what we're working with here, fella. Let's examine what we're working with here. Oh, look, this guy who takes a gym selfie. 
a gym selfie from 800 feet away. He's at the gym. Good for him. Long, long ways away from the mirror with a shirt on. But yet he's flexing. So I was like, I just asked him, I was like, hey, what are you hiding, fat boy? Who who takes a gym selfie with a shirt on 5,000 feet away? Shut up, Barry. There you go. It says a dude who took a gym photo with a shirt on from 4,000 feet away. What are you hiding? Yes, I, I'm, if, you're, if you're going to troll me, I'm trolling you back. But like I said, I'm going to do it while I'm pooping. I'm not wasting actual good time on, on internet trolls. But uh, So I've decided I'm just going to start making videos. And, and uh, besides, I mean, like, why not? It's content, right? You're going to troll me. You're going to get called out. Uh, Clarence said, hold up, Barry. I find this joke like your pimple offensive. That's my QB. <laughs> Clarence is a Saints fan, guys. Clarence is a Saints fan, first of all. Uh, second of all, Clarence, don't you, you can't get mad at the truth, buddy. Let's Okay, Clarence, let's just settle this once and for all. You say that it's not fair that I've made fun of Jameis Winston when Jameis Winston said he can do everything on the football field. I simply said he can make all the throws. Let's evaluate. I said he could throw the out routes, the deep ball, uh, in routes, uh, post, check downs, right? All facts. Totally agree. He had 30 touchdowns to show for it. He could make those throws. He also had 30 interceptions. So when I say he could also throw the pick sixes and the interceptions and the over their heads, yeah. It was 100% accurate. He can make all the throws. All the throws. Also, he can eat all the dubs. Remember that? That was super weird. I think that's when I was out on Jameis Winston. We started going, who's eating W's with me? And then it just looked like he was filleting his middle finger. It's like, no, we're not doing that, Jameis. We're not. No. Stop Stop eating dubs. That's that's weird, bro. And he'll still walk around doing the little dub thing with his hands. Like, you got to get away from that. You got to get away from that. <laughs> Sean said, imagine arguing with someone on the internet over Jameis Winston. That's the thing that blows my mind, Sean, is that I, oh, this is what I've learned. Like, if you look at my, that, that TikTok, my TikTok at Barry is funny, or no, I'm sorry. That one's at Barry on, uh, on deck. So if you go look for me on TikTok at Barry on deck on TikTok, if you look, I've got a shit ton of jokes out there. I mean, every week I, we probably write 10 to 12 jokes that make air for the TV show. And I literally will take most, if not all of them, and then convert them uh, to TikTok videos to post for people to watch individually, right? I don't want to post one long one. So I, I post each joke individually. Uh, you would not even believe. So I have, I don't know. I mean, look, you, you can see all the, the jokes here. Look at this. So, By the way, don't forget, Jenny's mom going to be joining me at 3.15. So about nine minutes from now. Going to hang out with Jenny's mom for about 10, 15 minutes. Told it out that I'm also a Winston fan. Don't you let them take the funny out of your joke by explaining. I know it's the worst. It's the worst, but sometimes you have to. Uh, but look, so like I have all these jokes, right? I mean, look, this is a lot, a lot of jokes. Uh, it's just on and on. But I do this every week and I'm making 10 to 12 of them. So, and I just started posting them recently. But you would not believe how many people will take the time when they, when they, it's obvious it's a joke, 
Like, it's obvious that it's a joke, but they will still take the time to, to respond and be when mad about it. about the troll at your comedy show, though? Thank you, CC, for, for highlighting your message. I hate the shark already. When can we hear about the troll at your comedy show, though? I'm, I'm going to talk about it when we're done with Jenny's mom, so it'll be at 3.30. So stick around through that. You do not want to miss this story of a troll who uh, or a heckler at my comedy show because it was a dickhead. Yeah, the ultimate sin. How are you going to come to a show to support me? <laughs> and then heckle me, you raggedy bitch. So we're going to talk about it. I'll get to that uh, when we cut Jenny's mom loose at 3.30. But I don't want to kind of get into it and then not finish the story and uh, and cut into her time. That's not fair to her. So she's she's a busy woman. She's got shit to do. and She doesn't have to be m messing around with me on the interwebs. Besides, it takes all she can to figure out how to log on. So, uh, you know, you don't want to waste that time. I'm, I'm looking at her in my window. She's She just gave me the finger. Jenny, that is so unladylike of you. Uh, I only troll when you bring up America's team. No, you troll a lot, Total Dallas. You troll a lot. Winston is the funniest quarterback in the league unintentionally. Oh, that's true. And there's nothing worse than, or there's nothing better, I should say, than unintentionally funny. Like when he thought, hey, we're out here eating dubs. Y'all remember that, right? I got to find it. I just, I... I, I know you, most if not all of you, uh, know it, but I just, I want you to see this again if you don't know what it is because of just how egregiously weird it is. Uh, here we go. Jameis Winston eats a dub. Here we go. Here we go. All right. We got to watch this. This is, this is too good not to show people. It's too good not to, uh. Not to show. Here we go. Are you ready? This is Jameis Winston eating dubs. I want everybody to look at me. I'm going to pass it to corner after I say one thing. Let's go. Bro, what you doing? That's a W. Let's eat one. Let's eat one. That's a W. How many people want to eat a W today? How many people eat a W today? Come in. That's not all. What on earth? Did you, I love that his whole team, his whole team is sitting around looking at him like, the fuck is he doing? Are we supposed to be hyped right now? He's all like, ah, ah. Who wants to eat a dub with me? They're all like, I'm full, fam. I'm up. I had, I had pregame meal. I got my, you know, I'm kind of fooled up. I'm backed up from the pre-workout and uh, I'm good. I'm, you just, you just go ahead and eat your dubs because that's fucking weird. Like what kind of pre-game pep talk is that i don't know i'm gonna start doing that in my comedy shows be like who wants to eat these laughs ah, and i'll just like make an ale and just be all like sticking my finger in my mouth who wants to eat these ales ah, who wants these laughs he might have said what was that that was Jameis winston trying to fire up his team by eating ales or dubs as i love the reaction of the players like if you just look Usually, like, you ever watch Drew Brees do a pregame? Those are the best. Man, they had, like, a rhythm to it. He said that something like his dad was a drill sergeant or something, so he would use that, and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, and the whole team would be hyped, and everybody would be jumping, ah, 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 ah. And you watch this shit? Jameis Winston has the whole team befuddled. They're like, hey, oh, wait, I got one thing to say. Let's go. Look, look, at, look, look at the team. Look That's at the a team. Look. That's E1. Hold on. That's E1. That's E1. That's a W. Uh, I, I want y'all to see this dude right here. Hold on. Where is he? Look. So. 
<laughs> Look at their faces. I got to get me out of the way. Shit, get out of the way, Laminac. Hold on. Let me, uh, there we go. Look, look at that face. Look at, look at my guy right here. That's a look, look at, look at this face. Like, 12 is like, what the fuck is he doing? This is my guy. This is our quarterback. This is the leader of this team. Also, where'd he get them crooked ass fingers from? He's over here sucking his fingers as a pep talk. Oh my God. That's the greatest thing ever. And he was really into that. That's what Walt means by unironically or unintentionally funny. Like he was like, yo, this is, I could, I feel like, I feel like Jameis Winston was like sitting in his locker room, just by like his locker. He's, he's like, all right, what am I going to say today? I gotta, I gotta have something good to motivate the guys. I gotta, I gotta do something to, I mean, I mean, we're hungry for a win. <gasps> we're going to eat W's. And then he makes a W, which I don't know why he took the two, took the two feet, crossed them over. And, and he was, and you feel like, like on his way out, he's like, I'm going to kill him with this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill him. They, boy, they ain't ready for this pregame talk. Oh, this is going to be my best one yet. I'm going to kill him with this shit. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got one thing to say. <laughs> They're all like, yo, what the fuck? That's so great. I love that so much. Donna said, hey, hey, hey. No crooked finger slander, not today. Listen, Donna. I come from a family of crooked finger haverers. I have a crooked finger, in fact. If you look look at that bad boy. Look, look how that curves off to the right there. So I I, I am not immune to the crooked finger slander. But Jidia's mom, you're going to show him too. She's She just held him up to the screen. You guys will see it in just a second. But my grandmother had crooked fingers. In fact, oh, what the hell? It's There's no reason to wait. Let's get Jidia's mom on the line right now. Joining me on the program as she does every single Monday at 3.15. My mother, the one and only, the most wonderful woman in the world, Jidia's mom. Jenny, how are you? Well, I'm fine. You're, <laughs> all this talk about old people is scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> Were you listening to the old man, all the awful oh, shit he said? Yeah, I, yeah I'm going to have to check myself when I go out. Yeah, Darn. listen, don't be on Twitter. Don't be, when people ask you about shit, just be like, no comment. I love everybody. Jesus saves. Let's see I'll the crooked fingers. I'll give him my crooked no, finger. can't see it. There they go. Look at that shit. Boy, that's Michael Strahan level crooked, Jenny. Hold on. Put that back up. We're going to we're gonna side by side your finger. Oh, put them over to the right a little bit. No, the other way. Flip it around. There. Right there. No, flip them the other way, though, Mom. Flip them the other way. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's Turn them around. Sad, Mother, put it? your nails toward the camera. The other way, Jenny. Got it. There you go. Right there. Freeze. All right. I'm going to screen cap that. And then we're going to put you side by side with Michael Strahan and see who has the better crooked fingers. Okay. Let's see. Michael Strahan. Wasn't that weird? Like, isn't that like the weirdest weirdest thing I've ever seen? That wasn't a pep talk. That would have scared me. I would have thought he was losing his mind or something. He's crazy. Like why? Like, bro, like who's who? Why? Why did you think that was going to be a good idea? All right, here we go. Uh, this is, oh, damn it. Hold on. I'm trying to find a good picture of Michael Strahan's crooked fingers. He probably got his hurt in football, don't you think? Wasn't that how you did yours? Were you not? Uh... No, hell, mine's just old age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I lost it. Oh, did I lose it? I think I lost your <laughs> screenshot, Jenny. God bless. Hold on. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to save this. 
We're going to put this uh, on the and desktop. you tell me that I'm technologically disadvantaged. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just going to come on my show right. and roast me. Right. Like, what are you? Are you my internet troll? Have you been the one talking shit in my YouTube comments, Mom? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Hey, it's I, while you're looking for that, yes. I'm yes. sorry I missed your radio show this morning. Oh, that's okay. I didn't get the Facebook thing. Yeah, but I, I wanted to hear it. That oh, dumb. You're going to have to start texting me. What? You're going to have to start texting me when those things happen. Oh, yeah, because that's that's top of the list when I'm when I'm preparing for a radio <laughs> show. And I'm like, you know what? Got Got to text mom. That's right. You got to keep mom informed. That's I right. Mean, maybe mom should just uh, check her social media accounts. And that way when her son tweets yeah. shit out. I'm not much on Facebook, but I, I should do that more. Yeah, I don't like I it either. Do. Okay, Jenny, uh, put put your hand back up. Put your hand back up. Let's see. Let's see. who's Who wore it better? Who wore it better, chat? Who's got the better crooked fingers? Jenny is mom or Michael Strahan? Look at that bad boy. Look I, I think I do. Boy. I think I do. You think yours is better? I mean, Nana yeah, had it, really crooked fingers too, right, mom? Yeah. Oh, bless her heart from arthritis. Yeah, she did. Really bad. Uh, yeah, it was, it was like, I remember, I actually do a joke about it where I say like my grandmother had really crooked fingers. And you can never realize what the hell she was pointing at because she would point to something and it would be like 30 degrees that way. And she'd be like, bring me that over there. And you'd be like, over here, over here. I don't know what the fuck you're pointing at, Nanny. Because you got to get the shit yourself. So, Aren't you I thought I thought it was because like uh, like she was a florist and, and stuff. That It was just arthritis, well, that, that's all. That was that was part of it. She used okay. her fingers a lot, twirling that, that uh, tape on the, you know, arrangements. And yeah. mine's just... Old just age. old age. I, I feel like like yeah. it, it's just. Did you slowly see it happening? Do they hurt? It looks like it hurts. They hurt like hell. Well, why don't you get new fingers, Jenny? Go get them fixed. Well, I went, there's nothing they can do. I've already been to the doctor and said, "Can't you put me in a uh, put it in a thing or something to break it and reset it? Can they not do that? No, can't can't do anything. Damn. Isn't that fun to look forward to all that? Uh, I'm already every time I walk, my ankle pops. Like it just. <laughs> Every every time I move, it just goes. I went for a run. I went for a run. It sounded like I was at a poetry slam. It was just. I was like, "This is not good." Uh, people are saying you are the one calling me fat on TikTok. That's probably true. You, yeah, yeah, you're my internet troll calling me fat on TikTok. No. Did you just hesitate? Did you wait? Did you just cut? Okay. No, remember, I, I wouldn't even know how to do that. I wouldn't That's know true. how to. You don't know how to get on TikTok, do you? You don't know. No. You do you have a do you have a TikTok account? <clears throat> no, I don't. Okay. I had an Instagram and a Twitter account, but no TikTok. Yeah, Sorry. it's it's probably for the best. People are mean as shit yeah. on TikTok. They're mean yeah, as shit on like everywhere. Mean. I don't like mean people. There's no reason for it. No. Although, although I am mean right now to my husband, I, I he is on my list. Whoa! What Paul do? Is he out there? Is, did he sleep with another woman? <laughs> no. I'll beat his ass. Okay. 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 Now, okay. see if you don't think I have reason. By the way, can I just that. real quick? Your husband, my stepfather, Paul, an amazing, wonderful man, uh, the, the patience of a saint, list. is on your shit list. 
This, yes. this better be good. If this is some it petty, is if this is some petty woman wife bullshit, Jenny, the chat will never let you forget this. They will agree with me. Okay. Okay. We'll be the judge okay. of that. Let's go. So, so we have, we have direct TV. And so I have all my sports packages on there. I see the rocket games. I see the Astro games, NFL, the whole bit, U of A. So he decides he's going to save us money and he's going to switch to another company. Right? So I said, okay, honey, now remember, make sure that before you make that switch that I can get the Astro games and the rocket games. Oh, okay. And he, and I said, and I know you'll get the golf channel. He goes, oh yeah, I'll get the golf channel. Thursday, he's watching the Masters, right? And I come in there and I go, well, I'm going to go watch if the Masters is almost, the first day is almost over. I said, I'm going to go in there and watch the Astro game. So I'm flipping through and I see Astro game and I click on it and it's at station 152 and I watch it for about 30 seconds and it said, sorry, you can't have access to this channel because you don't have this sports package. It was opening day. It was mm. the first day of the year. So I mm. went in there, and he's watching golf on the Golf Channel, which he made. He definitely, sure. So he definitely ordered the Golf Channel. He definitely, definitely. he went through the check boxes, and he was like, all right, uh, AT&T Sportsnet, we'll get definitely. to that in a second. Golf. So, so I, he's watching golf, and I'm trying to find live feed radio to listen to the Astro game for the last four days. I said, did you call them and ask them about it? Yeah, but they're, they're going to have to call me back next week. Okay. Yeah. So you missed- I don't know how that happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so you missed all of opening weekend for the Astros and the final regular, regular season games for the Rockets, which are a huge Rockets fan. Yeah. Okay. Chat. Thing. Chat, uh, is this a forgivable action? He got his golf channel. She did not get her hometown sports. So Jen, who you know well, mother, Jen says grounds for divorce. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I said. (laughs) Or I may just leave him at home when I go on this trip. There you go. Jen said I would have unplugged everything in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Day one, Donna said I'm pissed with you, Jenny. Thank you. Demata, whom you met at Dan Seafood and Wings, said it's time oh, yeah. to whip his ass. There you go. I knew my deck heads would back me up. Hutex CBA said, whoop that trick. All right, now let's <laughs> got kind of a lynch mob going in the chat, Jenny. Let's let's calm down a little bit. I know. He's in big trouble. Yeah, he yeah, screwed he... up. Yeah. So anyway. Well, hold on, though. You can't call and have that shit arranged? You can't call and add it? Well, I guess I can, but I'm trying to get ready for this trip, and there's a thousand things to make sure are done to get rid of this, ready to go on this international trip. And all he's done in the last four days is watch golf. But, you know, it's okay. Chuck Diver Pookie said, unforgivable. Just call and get parental controls put on the golf channel. Oh, no, that was a good idea. I love it. I love that shit it. locked up. Oh, that's so oh good. Oh, my God. That is Dude. a fabulous idea. Yeah. Oh, we'd be in divorce court. Oh, yeah. If he had to miss his golf. Oh, that's yeah. great. Uh, Stephen, the other guy said, didn't you just go on a trip, Jenny? Steve over here yeah. pocket watching your vacation hours and shit. Hold on, Steven. <laughs> 
Yes, we did. We went to Canyon Lake. But, you know, we're taking this cruise to Greece and Israel and Turkey and Cyprus. And, and then I'm reading this morning that they're, you know, their they're bombs are going off in Israel. And I'm thinking, oh, God, uh, we're going anyway. Well, I mean, I mean yeah. The I mean, should. I mean, our age, what the heck? <laughs> See, they never get another chance to go. This is why I hate when you do these trips because, like, you go to Canyon Lake. I don't hear from you. You're just like, we'll, we'll be back, and then you go. <laughs> I don't. I don't get the call. But when you do these trips, you know which call I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the following call. Oh, hold on, babe. It's my mom. Uh, hello, hey son. It's your mom. Yeah, you're you're in the contacts, Jenny. That's that's how smartphones work. You're right there. Uh, listen, I was gonna let you know. Paul and I are going to the other side of the planet where there's a war and uh, there's apparently bombs and shit going off to all the places we want to go. So listen, if I die, if we die, the will is in this drawer. The savings is here. My stocks are here. My this, that, and the other. It's the creepiest, weirdest conversation that we have, mom. I, I don't like it. Can you just leave well, a goddamn note on the desk? I'll tell you what. Here's the rule going forward. Here's the rule, Jenny. By the way, somebody in the chat okay. goes, who calls their mom I'm by their first I'm name? I'm okay. taking note. I'm taking note. Mina TX said, who calls their mom by their first name? Uh, it's 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 a joke. It's, I call her mom, obviously. <laughs> I'm not like, hey, I was like eighth grade. Hey, Jenny, can you get me a ride to school? But, you know, it's Jenny's mom, so I call her Jenny. She's a guest on the show. Here's what we're going to do from now on, mom. All right. When you leave for these trips where you're worried you might die and then I have to handle all the estates and shit, why don't you just leave me a note on your desk? Okay. Son, here's where all my shit is. Uh, I'll see you on the other side. And like, I don't know. You know, here's where all that is. Love mom. Okay. Got it. Because the call is like, you tell me all this shit. And I'm like, mother, I'm not going to remember any of this. And I'm not writing it down. I'm too busy arguing with internet trolls right now. I don't have time for this. (laughs) Okay. I'm over here eating eating dubs, Jenny. You're going (laughs) to. over here eating dubs on YouTube. Okay, you're gonna have a note in a file. I promise. You. No, not a, not in a file. Just leave the goddamn note on the desk. Not in a file in a cabinet with a lock. Just write the note out, son. It's like it would be like a a, a, a post mortem scavenger hunt for me. Make it <laughs> oh, fun. God. Make it fun. Hide the shit all over the house. Hey, right? That's a great idea. That would yeah. be fun. Why not? I mean, you're dead. I'm sad. Liven it up a little bit. There you go. I'm well, down. you know, I, I, I always said I wanted my funeral to be a party anyway, know, so you can just have a, a scavenger hunt pre pre funeral. You say a party? Like, what do you what do you mean? What do you what do you want? What do you? Well, how, how the fuck do you have a party at a funeral? <laughs> well, I mean the after party. You know, the 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 get together after the funeral. The the receptionist. Well, the, yeah, every, nobody's. Yeah, I mean everybody's gonna sit around and tell stories and. How much we love you and miss you and how wonderful you are and or were. Yeah, that of course we're gonna do that, but we're not gonna be like, oh shit. Turn that song up, DJ. Oh, come on. Who wants to hey, do Cotton Eye Joe with me? Do you remember the food that I told you I wanted to be served at my at my funeral reception? Fried chicken. Yes, that's it. Don't forget that. Deckheads, don't let him forget that. Fried chicken. 
You probably told me that two decades ago, and I still fucking remember. By the way, I remember nothing else. I can't even remember what I talked about in the first hour of this show. But somehow I remembered you want chicken at your funeral. Fried chicken. fried chicken. It's my favorite food. This is what I want to do. I want to record my own eulogy and have it played. Now but that's it won't, a cool idea. It won't be a eulogy. It's going to be a roast. A roast. And I'm going to roast everybody in the goddamn family that's still alive. Maybe some dead wow. ones too. But yeah, I'm just going to go down to be like, yeah, all of them. Everybody, Angie. I'm gonna start with Angie. I'll roast her. I'm gonna. I'm roasting everybody. So that's kind of what I want. There you I want to. You can oh. say preceded in death by, and then you can are are you know start off and be like like a prince. So I'm like dearly beloved. We're gathered here today. In this thing we call life, 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 life. And I'll be like, let's start with Angie. Listen, bitch. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> and then just roast the shit out of her. I think it would be cool. either that or I want to like have one person that's in on it and nobody else. And I'm going to record a tape and be like, hey, what the hell's going on? Let me out of here. I'm not dead yet. And I just want that to be played. I'm going to make it sound muffled. I'll be like, hey, guys, help me out of here. I can't breathe, guys. And then have like knocking. Hey, People would, would freak the fuck out. People wouldn't expect that of you. That yeah. that would be very typical. So yeah. I want something like that if I die. I want I want something like that. Dr. Dragon Two Nineties have fried chicken as a must. Y'all have no idea. My mother is a fried chicken nut. She loves it. Loves it. So, I do. Yeah. I have to admit I do. She makes pretty good that's fried the, chicken too. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. That, that's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> uh Amos said I'm gonna get Jenny uh, a second line band. Do you know what that is, Mom? A second line band? Yeah. What is it? In New Orleans, they they celebrate death with a they call it the second line, oh, and they march yeah. and they have a band and they celebrate. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's see, that's what I think. I think you should celebrate your life like that. Yeah. Barry would forget to unmute the recording, <laughs> boy, and he says I have technology problems. Yeah. That was an <laughs> asshole move, Rob. I'm roasting you when I die. Trust me. You're roasting you too, Rob. Um, I, I want to, I, before we go, I mean, second line, that's a, that's a New Orleans thing. A lot of African-American funerals will have a second line in New Orleans. Now right. I'll never forget when you and I went to, uh, Dante's funeral, our, uh, your foster son, my foster brother, uh, Dante was a, uh, wonderful human being. Uh, our, yes, he lived he with us for years and we loved him like real family. Um, and I don't say this because it's, I need to, but, uh, it's important to the story. He's, uh, African-American or he was, he was, uh, he was, uh, African-American boy at the time, man now, or when he passed and he lived with us and he was family and it never didn't, didn't dawn on us. Uh, it didn't, didn't matter that he was African-American, but I'll, I'll never forget at the funeral and, uh, it was a, you know, black funerals are a celebration of life. And uh, it goes like this if you've never been. There's, there's a few words, and then there's some, some clapping, and then there's some singing and dancing, uh, and you stand up for that, and then you sit back down, and there's, there's about a minute worth of words, then more clapping and more dancing, and then you sit back down, and then there's words, and then there's dancing, and then you sit back down. And about, about 40 minutes in of standing and dancing and sitting and standing and sitting, and st <laughs> my mom looks at me and goes, Boy, it's pretty lively. 
I'm kind of winded. There's a, it's a lot of lot of dancing at these funerals. <laughs> she was like, what the fuck? It was, it was so funny. And I too, I was like, boy, this is, this is like, cause white people's funerals are boring as shit. White people's funerals yeah, are all like, are. we just sit there and we mope. And then the, the guy says something and you know, you get a lot of sad shit and we all cry. And then we go eat and just whatever, and try to put on a good face. And you know, you're at the after party, if you call it that or whatever, the wake, is that what it is? When it, after the I funeral, what's what it called? Whatever I it think- is. They call it the reception. Oh, the reception, something. and and really, that's that's the the uncomfortable time when everybody wants to leave and get the fuck out of these clothes and go home, but you got to pay respects. And boy, that's white people should put. Boy, we went to this well, actually, church. Well, actually, it's supposed to be a time were, when you comfort each other. I ain't nobody doing that shit. Uh, <laughs> but man, it was a party. They were dancing. Yeah, and shit. It, it we was. were exhausted. It was very different. It yeah. was very different. It was and much more uplifting. Better. Much more uplifting. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, they, call it the, they call it the repass. Yeah, we're probably just gonna do yours at a titty bar. I'm thinking. I'm thinking after we after your funeral. <laughs> oh, Barry! Gonna go to a titty bar and in, in your it. honor. You are you are not planning my party. I'm well, you're leaving me in charge when you that. when you go no. on this this cruise here in a week or two. When are you leaving? By the way, what what's uh, when are you leaving? I'm leaving Thursday next Thursday. Thursday. So you okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Totally, totally. I mean, you're leaving me in charge, so unless you spell it out, it's Teddy Bar. What's your favorite Teddy uh, Bar, Jenny? I want to make sure I get it right. Um, actually, wait. The what? Only one- I, do I want to hear this? I take it off my headphones. I don't want to hear mother. Oh my god! What? Have you been to a Teddy Bar one. before, Mom? Have I what? Have you been to a Teddy Bar before? Um, yeah. Mother, this is not okay. <laughs> Did you have well, fun? Were you like, woo? No, you- no, Paul and I, it's when Paul was helping that PI and we were on a surveillance and we went. Oh. Did you go undercover? Were you like, they were yes, like, coming to the stage, yeah. rowdy and granny. Caught. And you were all like, and pow! Then I, and then I went, <laughs> <Buster laughs> humping that ass. Mom's out there twerking on the... And we got caught because I got caught taking pictures. In the titty bar? Uh-huh. You can't be taking yeah, pictures in a titty bar? Uh, it's a long story. That's that's for next week. Okay. Rob said, sure, it was work. Likely story. <laughs> no, it really was. We Which... followed this guy. We followed this guy. His wife had hired someone. They were getting married. It was a bachelor party. And and uh, the wife had hired a PI to follow him and make sure he promised they would not go to a titty bar on this on this, you know, bachelor party thing. So we were hired just to follow them and see where they went. That's so, it. There wasn't like any actual like uh, cheating on me or any of that shit. It was no, just like no. oh. Evidently, it was fuck? a big thing to his pride. I don't what, know. What she, kind of what kind of foundation for a relationship is that? Well, at least you guys trust each other. Jesus Christ! And what did he do? Did he go to a teddy bar? Of course he did. Because yeah, you were there. He did. Well, we we followed them to a, a a Mexican food restaurant first, and we sat there, and then they you got pulled your titties out there too, didn't you, Jenny? You just were like, you know what, Mama's getting some free milk. Let's go. We did. So then we followed them, and sure enough, on the Gulf Freeway, they took that exit, 
and went into that bar and we got parked Gulf and freeway. went in Hold on. What, uh, what's it? Gulf freeway. What was it? Do you remember? It. Was it an all nude or just a, just a topless? I think it was topless. Yeah. Okay. I think you would have freaked out at an all nude, right? You would have. But, but, <laughs> but we went in there and, um, what? Hold on. Let's, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. What you're running out of time. I'm talking no, about not. Are, no, okay. are you? Do you have to go, or do you have anywhere to be? Okay, <laughs> no. we're, we're good. I, this is a good story. Oh yeah, people are saying Heartbreakers, Ocean's Cabaret, Ecstasy, Ritz. We got some dirty minds up in this chat. Good Jesus, guys. Lord, they're all on the Gulf Freeway. The palace. It's Cece's named off several. She's wow, Cece. <laughs> I wonder what she does on the wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. She too had a private investigation thing. I don't know. Yeah. She was investigating privates over at the Gold <laughs> Cup. Uh okay, so I got first question I have for you. You get to the titty bar. How do you what do you do at the door? Are you trying to play it all cash? Like you're just like, we're just yeah, a couple of freaks couple. just out we here get getting our freak on. Well, I'll tell you. Okay. Kind of like what we said. We went in and we paid our money to get in and we got mm -hmm. a table and the the entourage was already in there and they were sitting up front and the lady was dancing for them uh, on stage. And so Paul and I sat down and got a drink. And so she, you know, pretty soon she's coming over to him wanting to know if he wants a lap dance. So I get out my phone, oh, Jesus. turn on the camera and I'm sitting there <laughs> taking this picture you know, video, and I get this tap on my shoulder, and I turned around, and I said yes, and the man said, ma'am, I'm going to have to confiscate that phone. You can't take videos in here. Uh, would you come in the office with us, please? And I went, shit. Oh. So Paul and I get up, you know, we go in the <clears> office, <throat> and he, he said, you know, you're not supposed to take videos in here. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, well, you know, we just wanted to come tonight and kind of, you know, spice things My up. My husband's a, a private I, dick. Yeah, we wanted, we wanted to spice things up a little, and I was just going to take some videos. Oh, my God. Why didn't you just tell the truth, mother? You're all like, we just wanted to have a little something extra for the spank bank to what? I did. And the guy said, well, I understand, but you can't take videos. And I went, oh, shoot. Okay. Well, then we'll just go back in and watch. And he goes, okay. So we went back in and watched. And then we got up and left. And he gave me my phone. And it still had the video on it. He you still have the off. video on it? You still have it to this day? I want to like, see this video. Oh, send me no, video. no. It's oh, gone. It's gone. Oh. But anyway, what? that was. That scared the you know what out of me. I, I just knew we were going to get arrested or something. <laughs> Richard Vale said, "Oh, good for you. You didn't break character. You stayed. You stayed professional. You didn't break character and give it up." I immediately <laughs> would have been like, "Please, I'm a I'm a private investigator," <laughs> and they'd have been like, "The fuck? Like you? Good for you, mom." <laughs> well, you, you, know, held you, to, you, you didn't break do. character. I like that's it. That's right. That's right. But anyway, that's the only one I've ever been in. So there. Okay. Well, that's, that's okay. Could you get, was Paul distracted? Was he not, was he not paying Paul attention? Paul was, Paul was, didn't know what to say. He let me do all the talking as I made up this story about how kinky we were. I bet. I bet. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you, you know what have been great, Mom? If, if the guy was like, "Ma'am, you can't do that." I'm sorry. We're you know we're just we're trying to spice up our marriage a little bit. We're trying different things. My husband's into butt stuff, but now we're trying to branch out into other things. And Paul had been like, "The fuck, yeah." He likes to be pegged and uh, called me names now, and slap him in the face. That, watch really. this, and then just slap the shit out and be like, "Look, watch, it's gonna get a boner." Watch, pow, slap the shit out of me. Paul would be like, "Okay, enough. We're just private investigators." Yeah. Jesus. Stop it. <laughs> he would not be knew I was telling his story. It would have been so oh, great. God. Oh, that's the best. That's the best. Anyway, I love that was mom. my experience. That was my experience with the titty bar. Well, love I, you too, honey. Okay, no, no, no. Real quick, though. One last question before we go. What I'm curious about is why... Okay, you guys pull up to the strip club. This guy pulls up to the strip club. You watch them go in, pay, and go grab a seat. Why didn't you just go, okay... He went to a titty bar. Over. You didn't need to go in, Jenny. You didn't. Oh, oh, no. Hey, chat. I think we figured it out. Oh, look at here. You knew he was. Wasn't that the mission? Let me know if he goes to a strip club. When you saw him walk in, you could have waited 15 minutes. He didn't come back out right away. He went to the strip club. But you went anyway. I can say I went to one. I love it. Uh, Pot says, did you enjoy it? Oh, no, you don't know my mother. She was, I think she enjoyed like the, 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 being the private investigator and undercover. Exactly. I enjoyed being undercover. Paul and I used to be undercover all kind, all, all different kinds of, of, of yeah. assignments. It was oh, a lot we got to, we got to hear more of these later. Yeah. Definitely not today, oh, but no, we got to hear them. Some of them were scary as you know what? Yeah. Anyway. We do want to hear them. <laughs> it was sure. fun. Mother, I love you to death. Bye. You're the best. Thank you so much for joining me each week. You guys, that's my mother, Jenny's mom. You can catch her every love Monday. You guys. Hey, right and thanks for supporting me about the new TV thing. I'm, I've got all you on my side. There you go. Tell I'm Paul he's fucked up. <laughs> okay. I love you, Mom. <laughs> love you, too. Bye. Bye. All right, you guys. That is Jenny is Mom. Uh, once again, she always comes through with a great segment. I love it so much. It's a lot of fun. And uh, she's just the best, man. She's so much fun. And she's been like that my entire life. She was always the cool mom, the fun mom, the entertaining and interesting mom and the sweet one. And everybody was her kids in the neighborhood. Everybody, all of my friends were her kids. Uh, she called them and she all, she's like, I got 10 sons, which is super weird. When you watch a white woman walking around with seven black kids in the car and everybody's like, what is going on here? Uh, just the best man. Just the absolute best. Look at the chat. Hey, what the fuck? More Jenny, less Barry. Love, modest I love you, Jenny. Uh, if the PAU, the expensive, why not? I don't know what that means. Love, Jenny. Thank you, Donna. Um, did they play Tina Turner's I'm Your Private Dancer song? That's, I don't know. I need all these stories, please. Oh, yeah. It's good times. Ah, oh, I see what you did there, Behan, and they needed hard proof. <laughs> okay. I never Hugh Tech said you have to let her host one day. Jenny heads, Jen on deck. Nice. Um, yeah, I, technically, I'm pretty sure she doesn't have the the uh, the skill set necessary to host this show. I mean, physically, but t- technology wise, let's just say it. I would still need to be here, and if I'm here, screw y'all. I'm doing my show. Okay. 
Uh, one deep said, do you need another black brother? Mom, Jen. <laughs> ah, she, she, listen, she can't have enough kids. She loves being a mom and mothering people and taking care of them. So, uh, it's great, man. Thank you to my mother once again for joining me on the program. Lots of fun. Always a good time. Now we've got about two, 15 minutes left in the show. <clears throat> Mondays are Jenny on deck. Okay. Let's calm down. Uh, let's not, let's not. Okay. Guys are making me feel like a second class citizen now. Nah, I love that y'all love my mom. I really do. When we when I had the idea to start bringing her on, it was kind of like a you know a Jimmy Kimmel kind of idea where he brings on his uh what's it called um his his uncle no uh, he does Guillermo who's like his I don't know what he is but then who's the Levitard is that doesn't he have his dad on or whatever. But I was like, she loves sports. She's fun. She's interesting. Why not? Uh, best decision I've made. If I do say so myself. As the show executive producer of Barry on Deck, she's doing a great job. She's killing it. And she's a lot of fun. As you guys can see, You can uh, she'll, she'll, she'll roll with it. She doesn't get embarrassed. And no, I don't want to do that. And that's, that makes for good uh, TV watching. Aunt Chippy. I don't know what that is. Go troll. Jenny's a great addition. Thank you, Potch. She can sit next to you when you do the show. I mean, can I just can I just do my kid? Is this not good enough? Is this not good enough? See, that's the thing. If I if 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 this was like an everyday, you guys would get sick of her. Yeah, just kidding. She has some great stories. She does, and a ton of them. So it's never gonna. I mean, it'll eventually get old, but you know, hopefully she doesn't die on her trip. Uh, so when she comes back, we can hear more stories and. Push the button. Go find that one. That was good. All right. Let's talk about a heckler I had at my comedy show this weekend. So uh, I was at the Winter's Bar in Pasadena. Pasa. Get down, Dina. Ah, right, Jenny's moms. I promise I will come back from my trip. You better, mother. We love you too much. Hey, Forensic Tilts. Thank you for the follow. Very much appreciated. What about your father-in-law? Oh, he's fucking hilarious. He's my stepfather. Not my father-in-law, but he's hilarious. My father-in-law's past. But I know what you mean. Uh, hey, man, who is your favorite team? Um, What sport? I'd be more specific. I got a lot of favorite teams. College football or college uh, basketball, baseball, uh, NFL. So, all right, let me tell this story and then we got to get out of here. Show's over at four o'clock. Sorry, baseball. Oh, Astros, 100%. 100%. 100%. All right, here we go. So, Forensic Tilts, uh, we were just, I was just about to tell a story. I'm a stand up comedian, by the way. Welcome to the program. I'm a stand up comedian. And uh, I was going to tell a story. Oh! Was that a test? You old dog, you. I feel like some crazy shit's about to pop off, folks. Welcome. Thank you for the raid. Forensic Tilts raiding in with 28, man. Thank you so much, fam. Let's go. You an Astros fan? 
You uh, is that why I got the love, man? Thank you for the raid. Welcome everybody to the program. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, my name is Barry Lamanek. This is Barry on deck. Uh, I do this every day from two to four p.m. Monday through Thursday. On Fridays, we do it from eleven to one. I am a. I spent seven years on ESPN Radio here in Houston, Texas. I am a stand-up comedian. I nationally touring headliner uh, also host a show a tv show here in houston called houston sports show on cw 39 every saturday i do sports betting just trying to find more baseball guys hell yeah oh cubs fan I, you know what i'm gonna be honest with you forensic i was i'm supposed to hate you yeah i mean you remember hey man thank you guys for the follow red fox cleo thank you guys man I mean, we're supposed to hate each other. You remember old NL Central rivals, but I got to be honest, man, the Chris Bryant era of the Cubs with Baez, and ah, that was a fun team. I don't know what happened, but uh, I don't hate the Cubs anymore. So welcome. We have other Cub fans in the Deckhead community, so you'll fit right in. Uh, uh, so you do sports betting. Is that what your stream was today? Were you guys, uh, uh, do you do a lot of baseball gambling? I don't do a lot. I stay away from baseball gambling. I do mainly NFL, um, don't do any UFC, but uh, yeah, that's dope, man. Well, hey, uh, Potch, can you, give, uh, can you give Forensic Tilts a shout out in the chat, please? And welcome everybody in. Thank you. Uh, chat, please make sure you go follow uh, this man kind enough to raid our community and bring over some of his community. Uh, so yeah, do me a solid and uh, go give that man a follow. It's free. Follows are free. What does it say? Uh, Hutex said, Barry, you going to check out C-Rock and Sugarland? I am not paying that much money to go to a Chris Rock Heck show. Yeah. I'm definitely... Oh, shit, with the follow, too? Come on, fam. Appreciate the follow, my friend. Thank you very much. Possibly we get the shout-out? There you go. Thank you, buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Donna. Sweetie, I appreciate that. Uh, Truck Diver Pookie said, more like he stumbles out the building. Oh, okay. All right. Soccer mainly, but baseball is my favorite sport. Yeah, you know what? Absolutely, baseball is my favorite sport, too. You're a thinking man. I dig that. Thinking man. And uh, that's uh, I like that. I like that about you. I don't even know you. I feel like we, we kind of go together now. This could be, we could be a great couple. <laughs> um, uh, Cherry, yay, new somebody. I know, this is great, man. Hey, now 84. Thank you for the follow, man. Much appreciated. So like I said, I'm a stand-up comedian. And um, I promised my chat I would tell this story before the show's over. And, and we're out at 4 o'clock. Um, so I'm going to tell this story. So, yeah, normally we talk sports, uh, but I'm wrapping it up. So this will be just a quick story. I got heckled this weekend, you guys. And um, I've been heckled before. I've been doing this nine years. In fact, my uh, nine-year comedy anniversary will be April 17th. So this isn't new to me. I've been heckled. But I've told stories on the show many times about being heckled and distracted and shit like that but it's never come from family it's never come from within so doing this show pasadena texas truck driver pookie and his lovely wife show up fidel shows up eric resendez and his wife show up now fidel gets there first and uh i can tell fidel's a little sauced he's already been pre-showing you know he's uh he's had a few i don't know if he's high i definitely been drinking but he shows up, nothing Nothing seems off other than he's a little tipsy. It's okay. So we're sitting there waiting on the show to start, and uh, Fidel goes and gets a double uh, Jim Beam on the rocks, straight. I'm like, oh, look at you, big manly man, you. I mean, for those of y'all that don't know, Fidel's like 5'2", but he drinks like he's 6'2". He's a, he's a small man with a big drink appetite, I guess. 
And uh, so he finishes. Now it's like 10, 15 minutes to showtime. And he's already drank almost this entire double Jim Beam straight up. And I'm like, oh, and he's getting lit. Like, so now the show starts. And Andy Huggins, uh, amazing comedian friend of mine, is on stage and he's telling his jokes. And uh, Fidel starts loud talking as drunk people do. Hey, and I'm like, Fidel, shut the fuck up. Don't, dude, don't you embarrass me. Shut up. Don't be, dude, you can't talk loud. I'm sorry. Even when they like try to whisper, drunk people are like, like, bro, that's louder than when you were talking. Stop it. So I finally kind of get him under control, right? And he's, he's laughing a lot, which is great. But he's super loud talking. I'm like, Fidel, you've got to stop, bro. You're embarrassing me. Please stop talking loud. Besides, there was only like 15 people in the fucking crowd. It, it wasn't a, I mean, it wasn't a sellout by any stretch. In a big room. And uh, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So I'm like, it's cool. I'm, I'm next. It's fine. Whatever. So I go on stage. Yeah, it was him, Eric. It was him. Dr. Dre said, Jim Beam was our old assistant principal at Jersey Village. No, that wasn't Jim Beam. So I'm on stage and I start off my set with uh, some jokes I do about COVID. And I was talking about, uh, I'm anti-mask because I, you know, I wear glasses and I do my whole bit about it. And when I say that about the masks, I look down and Fidel has put his mask on his face and he comes walking to the stage. He walks up to the stage and starts going, ah, Huh? Huh? And point, and I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing right now, Fidel? How? I was like, Fidel, go sit your little ass down, dude. Why are you walking up to the stage? I'm in the middle of doing my show. I'm in the middle of a set. This is not acceptable behavior. Now, there's like I said, there's only 15, 20. It's not like the, the Houston Improv was packed. But still, I mean, I'm working, bro. I'm working here. Huh? <laughs> Finally, I was like, Fidel, go sit your little ass down. I was like, I'm sorry, y'all. I know him, so it's okay. But I don't know why the fuck I'm getting heckled by my own friend, my own, my own fans show up to fucking heckle me. What? <sighs> so I don't know if it was the dude running the show. I don't think it was truck driver Pookie who was there, but I don't know if it was the guy like that booked me that was running the show, but I'm like, Fidel, go sit your ass down. I'm on stage. I the crowd's like, the hell is happening right now i'm like fidel go sit your ass down and he ah and then he goes to sit down and then he turns around to come back i'm like go sit down man he's like gonna come do it again so he goes to sit down and i'm like i'm sorry y'all he's he's a wee lad he's a small boy i'm sorry and i'm getting ready to start my next joke because he, he fucked up my joke, so I had to circle back. Like, where was I? What's going on? And I'm thinking, okay, now he's, you know, I, I chastised him. I roasted him a little bit. I don't remember what I said. I think I made some short jokes. I don't know. I was like, you know, he's small. He can't handle alcohol, whatever. Ha, ha, ha. Everybody laughed. We had a good time at his expense. And that's usually enough to stop people. So... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was you, truck driver Pookie. Pookie said I had to go get him the first time. So then he goes and sits down. And I don't know, it was like maybe three, four, five minutes. 
I'm on to my next jokes. I'm doing my thing. And the next thing you know, in my periphery, outside of the corner of my eye, I look over and as I'm doing that, I see Fidel falling and it is in slow motion. And I don't know what he was doing before that. All I know is he wipes his ass out into a table and chairs and shit goes everywhere. And I'm not saying like he stumbles, like he straight up face plants. How the, I don't know how the hell I turned the mic down. So he's falling. Like he, the, the, the chairs have fallen. Not like he didn't move the chairs. He didn't just slide the chairs. The chairs fell over with him. He's on the ground like a goddamn turtle face up. Ah, like he can't even get up. The chairs have all fallen down and shit. The, the table was all fucked up. So I just I was like, Fidel, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out from the stage. I'm like, dude, get the fuck out. You gotta go. You gotta go. You can't you can't just you can't just fall over into tables and chairs, eat shit. And then like uh, I was like, you gotta go, dude. So I don't know what happened. I don't know where he went, but he falls over, he knocks the chairs over, almost knocks the table over. It's super distracting. And I'm like, this is this is one of my peoples. This is this is one of us. It's not okay. Then no, he didn't have a stroke. He was just shit faced. He was shit housed. Absolutely shit housed, Donna. He was he was fall over drunk. I was like, bro, you gotta get the fuck out. And I don't know Michael the Booker takes him to the back. And I don't know, I don't know what he did. I don't know how he got home. I'm hoping that they called him an Uber. I have no idea. Has anybody heard from Fidel? Is he okay? Is he alive? I have no idea. I was like, what the fuck, man? Listen, I love you all so, so much. And no, there's no video. Did Pookie, did you get video? What? TDP, did you get video of it? Really? Oh, that would be even better. That would be even better. Did you take his vitals? I didn't show him in the middle of work. I'm on stage telling jokes. I'm on stage. Wait, 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 wait. Why are we all poor Fidel? He literally, literally heckled and then got drunk and fell over. This is not poor Fidel. No, this is not okay behavior. I'm going to tell you all right now. I love you all to death. I, I wouldn't be doing this show if it wasn't for the decades and this wonderful and amazing community. But if you ever come to a show of mine and heckle me or make a scene like that, it's not okay. I mean, I'm not going to tell you I'll never invite you back, but it might be a while for sure. Like, come on, man. Oh, here we go. Look at mom. Bless his heart. Mother, you don't get to bless his heart. You don't. No, no, no. This is not okay. Y'all stop. Y'all stop uh, excusing this bad behavior.
Chuck Dever Pookie said he said he was going uh, someone, so I came back into the club. Oh, okay. Okay. Barry, your comedy almost killed a man. No, Jim Beam almost killed a man. I, sir, had nothing to do with it. I was working. I was on stage, my friend. Uh, let's see. Who do we who are we raiding today, folks? We got In the Mud Sports is on. Von Von, the nut guy. Uh, we got anybody good in the chat? Anybody y'all want to raid? Take his microwave back? No. No. You know I got big feelings. But I know, but this is not okay. This is not good behavior. This is not acceptable behavior. But uh, we're going to bounce out. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Uh, let me find a raid. Who are we raiding, y'all? Who are we, uh, who are we raiding? Let's get out of here. Eric said it was funny. It was. And then I just roasted this shit out. Every chance I got. Q <laughs> Tech said, Barry, are you like Travis Scott? Kiss my ass. There wasn't no stampede. One little dude lost his balance. In the mud is fun. Okay, we'll raid in the mud. I'm down for that. Y'all want to raid in the mud with me? Bye, Shelfsters. Thanks for popping in. Appreciate you. Thank you, Flip. Barry, when is your next show so I can get shit faced? Uh, it's never. It's uh it's February. In the mud for some darts. Okay, dopeness. We're gonna raid in the mud. Let's go. It's good times. Hey man, thank you so much to Odd Takes, Jerry Bow, and Aaron Rabel for the raid. Thank you to uh, Forensic Tilts for the raid. Please make sure you go follow both of those channels. Show them some love. They don't have to raid, but they did and do, and we appreciate it. And I want to thank both of them for sharing their communities with me. I hope to one day be able to reciprocate. Uh, thank you all for the bits and the follows and the subs and the support. I love you guys. Thank you guys. Uh, we're going to raid. Uh, but until tomorrow, when we do it again at 2 o'clock, right here, 2 o'clock Central Time, Houston Time. Y'all know the drill. Do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow. Have fun on the raid, guys. Bye. All right, here we go. 54 on the raid. Thanks, Truck Driver Pookie. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Donna. Love you guys. Bye.